0: Welcome to Politics and Bros. This is the podcast where two guys who spent their careers on in the inside of federal politics and government are now on the outside and only have each other to talk about how things are going. We are recording on Tuesday, October 20 Oh, Jesus, October 19th, 2021. <laughs> and this is episode 46. Just I'm, keep going. I'm your co-host, Pete,
1: and with me as always is Howell. Hey buddy. We're not perfect, so just keep going. Yeah, I'm not uh, gonna re-record that. Yeah. That is what it good is. job. Thanks. Uh I would just like to say to all of our fans. I did not die from COVID where um, I think this is the first time we've recorded since I got COVID, right? No, you um, were uh, we, really, we recorded right when, right before you were diagnosed and we recorded r- not too long after it, when you were just having kind of a little, a little bit of a cough. Right, But I, but I, I mentioned on that last episode that I had it. That oh yes. There. Yeah. So people had probably been holding their breath since the last one to know <laughs> that I was Okay. Um, yes. So our dozens of fans were wondering, yes. Um, off 50 downloads that happen. Um, (laughs) every, every time we publish, did you get any flowers Um, or or cards or emails from anybody? uh, I actually, no one followed up at all. So maybe no (laughs) one's listening. Um, (laughs) but yes, I am. Okay. I will say though that, um, I still actually have a little cough and what what are you like? Three weeks on. Yeah. Um, so you know, it makes me wonder how bad it could have been had I not been vaccinated. Yeah. But um, uh, all is well. So how are you?
0: Doing fine. I'm a little angry yeah. uh, about the oh. Braves just losing. Yes.
1: Game three. We were just talking about that. Yeah. They blew it in the seventh inning, but that's okay. Uh, eighth um, inning, actually. Was it, oh, that's right. It was the eighth inning. Yeah. Even worse, because then they took the lead, and then they just had three outs, and it was over. Everything, is, everything changes when I uh leave the
0: TV to go put one of my kids to bed and then I come back and I find out that I missed a whole lot and in this case I missed uh four runs being scored by the bad yes. guys. So um
1: well at least Georgia's number one. It's true. Good dogs. Woo! I don't see anyone challenging them. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean Al- never- Alabama's gonna
0: get their uh their act together I think in time for the SEC championship game, but um
1: But if UGA makes it that far and loses in the championship game, they should make the playoffs. Yeah, I think they'll they'll still make the playoff. Over a team like Cincinnati. Yeah. (laughs) Or Coastal Carolina. Yeah. I'm interested
0: to see uh, the uh, shit show that will be filling the LSU head coaching job. Uh,
1: Yeah. Um, Why would anyone want to take that job if you get fired – Two, less than two years after winning a national championship. Well, of course not every, not everyone sleeps with co-eds. So, um, <laughs> or it's on
0: the pregnant wives of, of prominent boosters. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. At gas stations. But I like how LSU is doing everything they can to sell it as like a, one of like the premier collegiate head coaching jobs, which I don't know if I've ever thought of LSU being one of the premier programs. I mean, they're awesome and, and good. I mean, historically, but I would never put them up there as like, um, Southern California or, a, or an Alabama or something like that, or Georgia.
1: Uh, I probably like historically they're not right, but they've, mm-hmm. I would say in the last 20 years, they've probably been one of the top, top five to 10 programs. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many national championships have they won two, two in three? the last two in the last 20 years, I think. Certainly more than Notre Dame, or no, th- three
0: if you count it was Sabins. Was Sabins still in the 2000s when Sabin Sabins was like
1: 2005 or something? Or something really? Like okay, like so yeah, so they've won three in the two, last 20 years, 2006, maybe. Yeah, um, uh, so you know, certainly more than many of the historical yeah. okay, right. programs. I guess that's true. Um, and yeah, anyway, we, we got sidetracked. We got a good, good <laughs> lot of stuff to talk about, so let's get going. Including um, later, two white dudes talking about trans comedy. So <laughs> that should go over well.
0: If we haven't been canceled yet, it will. It's
1: <laughs> surely going to happen tonight. Well, if if you podcast in a forest and no one's around to hear it, do you really podcast? Yeah, that's true. So that's a good point. Fair um, enough. Yeah. All right. So. What do you want to talk about first?
0: Uh, why, why don't you, what have you been hearing about the infrastructure
1: deal? This has been like a moving target oh. for a while now. Oh, yeah. I think there's we've kind of got like a bunch of little things about the infrastructure bill to talk about, right? But I think um, I was just reading before we came on air some updates from today. It sounds like <clears throat> the Biden team is really trying to push the ball forward now and really bringing everyone in for negotiations and talking. And it seems like within the last 24 hours, there's been some momentum towards moving towards something. Now, what that something might be, uh, I don't think we know yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard the number like 1.8 to 2.2 trillion um, thrown out by several people. the The language around negotiations um what I'm hearing seems to be more positive and more kind of like self fulfilling prophecy uh I read somewhere where uh, representative jaya Powell, who is the what is she the leader of the progressive caucus yeah or what she's are they the chair them? chair of the progressive caucus um and a, an all around lovely lady from what i hear <laughs> um she she was asked about the $2.2 trillion price tag and she said, well, it's much smaller than we had hoped, but um, we're getting a majority of what the social programs we've asked for. Mm -hmm. So when you hear things like that from her when she was several weeks ago saying, we're not afraid to, to vote down um, infrastructure uh, you know, I think that seems to be a a big switch for her. Yeah. Um, And the, and so uh, I guess, you know, if they can get the the house in order and then man- and then there's been some mansion developments as well. Right. Um which I don't know, do you do you have any insight into what, what he's been saying? Well it's
0: it was interesting because Bernie Sanders uh ran that op ed in um that in the West Virginia I'm assuming in like the Charleston, West Virginia or Huntington, West Virginia newspaper, one of the main newspapers, basically going after man, not going after mansion by name, but basically trying to sell, um, the build better back or build back better, whatever they're calling it, uh, plan, the whole Mm 3.5 trillion, uh, to which mansion replied that he wasn't going to let an out of stater and a self-described independent socialist, uh, dictate how the people of West Virginia were going to handle or deal with uh, these issues. Um, which I thought was a pretty ballsy smackdown. But um he's the only I mean, Mansion's the only statewide elected democrat and he's very popular in West Virginia. So I just don't see why how why Bernie Sanders thought it was a good idea to 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 play in the West Virginia sandbox when he probably doesn't really understand much about people in West Virginia <coughs> to begin with.
1: Uh Mansion has come out against the climate portion mm-hmm. of the the infrastructure or the Build Back Better plan. Not Um, and so I think that is, they're still trying to figure out if they can get that in. Um, it sounds like paid, uh, community college. Is that what I'm hearing is going to be taken out Yeah, as a way to, to bring down the price tag. And then I think the child tax credit, uh, is only going to be extended for one year as opposed to all 10, which is what the initial was the initial plan. So. It does seem to be they're making some movements. Um, it certainly doesn't sound like it'll make the progressives uh, super happy. But as I've said on this show all along, you know, you take the bird in the hand, right? You don't try right. to, you right. don't, it's better than the two in the bush. Um, but I know you want you wanted to maybe comment on some of the progressive advocacy behavior during <laughs> all of this as well. Well, it's a a little old news, but I was just, you know, we were talking
0: not too long ago about the um, Senator cinema being chased into, basically chased into a bathroom, being Mm -hmm. filmed, uh, and being badgered by progressive activists in Arizona. While she poops. (laughs) While she was teaching a class at Arizona State. Um, And, you know, it's like, if... And it's true, and I, I don't want to do the whole "what thing. But if if a Republican or conservative or a MAGA person had followed a, U, a sitting U.S. senator into a bathroom and was filming them, like the the world would have been set on fire. Like it's just, I don't know how these people think this is a good idea. Any on on either side think that that's a a um, an appropriate tactic to employ when they're trying to advocate their position to um, elected officials. But I just. They, they, well, they, I mean, I feel like per, progressives. It's they almost get a pass to an engage in these sort of tactics, um, and I just, I think it's horseshit, basically. But
1: well, what was the the reaction that you observed from the punditry or the the media to that? I mean, from what I saw, most people that I follow, and again, maybe it's just the people I follow and read were pretty appalled by the behavior and said it's a sign of basically a crumbling democracy. Uh,
0: well, I think that, well, yeah, that's a lot of what I read, but I mean, Joe Biden's reaction in the day afterward was like, okay, he basically said, well, that's part of the, process, part of the process, which yeah. is just dis- like, I'm sorry. We, the people voted for Biden to put an adult back in the oval office and that's hardly acting adult by saying it's part of the process to film inappropriately film sitting us senators as they're in the bathroom um and badgering them when you know it, it's just i don't know i it's just i don't know i i think it's all it is part of a crumbling democracy uh, unfortunately but biden should have done a better job of addressing that and being a little bit more hardline against those sort of tactics uh, i, I God do knows think that maxine waters yeah. wouldn't wouldn't uh she probably loved it but
1: that doesn't mean joe biden should
0: have to love it love it as well
1: yeah i mean i feel like biden would have Biden in his heyday would have probably um mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think he's a little bit of like a guy who likes to joust a little bit and probably would have been like you know shouting at the guy if someone came into the bathroom and was doing it so I, yeah you know and and I, I don't think that he um yeah I, I think his his, his he probably I, I don't know maybe I'm I don't think he I think he probably doesn't think that's really part of the process. But um, he needed to say something in the moment. And, and I think the broader point is that some of this these negotiations or these, you know, public airing of grievances about the other side, Bernie Sanders, right. um, taking out ads and the West Virginia papers, um, the, the brinksmanship, I think that is definitely part of the process. But when you have ordinary, sure, citizens, um, not allowing elected officials to have any semblance of privacy, Mm -hmm. that is not part of the process and it never should be. You know, I think, I don't know if you read about, I think it was, it was some school board, uh, member who basically had their house vandalized and graffitied because yeah. of their stance on mask mandates. Um, right. th- like that is not part of the process. Like being uh, airing your opinions on a, a policy at a school board meeting, even maybe getting in a heated exchange at a school board meeting is part of the process. But when you move to uh, personal lives, life, life it's not part of the process, and again, I, I, I've mentioned this before, and I, I'm going to try not to say things I've said before, but when people treat everything as an existential dire circumstance, this is what happens, and I think we we, yeah. we, we need we need to t- dial it back some. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, it's and it didn't even slow down for a second. After that, I think uh, I saw some saw an article where she was actually on a flight back from Arizona back to D.C. and that somebody like approached her while she was in her seat and she was sleeping and woke her up and to yell at her.
1: <laughs> I'm like Jesus Christ, people! She but, was having dreams of bisexual fantasies. Hey, hey that doesn't what? That's not <laughs> what. Isn't she? Isn't she an avowed bisexual? Yes, she is. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just. <laughs> is there something? Did I say something? Well, we'll get into all this stuff later. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, kind of along the same lines mm-hmm. of civility and or lack thereof. Yeah. Um. So most Americans want to want to believe a civil war is is not only possible but necessary. Yeah. Uh, w- w- what's going on with that
0: it's it's just a it's just another example of how divided the country is um you know you you sent me you sent around this thing from the um, uva center for politics analyzing some of the uh polling data and i i read this one before we came out on air and i thought it was the most interesting that uh let's see where is it uh, oh my gosh uh, a significant number of both Trump and Biden voters show a willingness to consider violating Democratic tendencies and norms, if needed, to serve their priorities. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it's not just Trump people. It's not just MAGA. Uh, it's, it's, there's, there are extremes on both sides that are more than willing to you know, blow things up in order to achieve whatever their, uh, whatever their goals are. Uh, and that's just, that's scary. And it's, it, it feeds into our conversations that we've had for many time, you know, on many episodes about how moderation and the center is just getting pummeled because these extremes want more, you know, you, you give them an inch, they want a mile kind of
1: scenario. Um, but I don't know.
0: What do you, th- what do you think about it all?
1: Um, I mean, I think it's sad. Yeah. Um, we're all Americans and whole point of democracy is you converse you debate and the best ideas win but when you won't even uh, consider the other side no matter if it's the right or left mm-hmm. um, you are missing um, missing uh, a side of the argument to consider and so um, you know like you said the <coughs> the ability to or the willingness to uh, blow things up as representative Jayapal and was willing to do with her progressive caucus over um, infrastructure, getting something positive done for the country because she wasn't getting all of what she wanted Yeah. Um, or they wanted uh, you know, it, it, it is, it's like, it's a violate via the, the process as we just discussed, does need to take place, and that's part of democracy. But if you're not willing to engage in that process, and you think you have other means by which to get to <coughs> your goals that are out that are extra judicial or extra legislatively, whatever however you would phrase that, mm-hmm. um, you don't you don't necessarily believe in democracy. You believe in your way, um, and um, it's unfortunately, I think it's. It's the way our conversation goes in America these days. Um, you know, everyone in Facebook is in their bubbles, yeah. And anyone um, who disagrees is shouted down—Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Um, so there's no, there's no real conversations. Yeah. Um, and, and 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 I did not not just pick on Representative Jai Powell. Um, You know, I, I <laughs> noted here That's that so easy, Marjorie. Marjorie Taylor Greene, actually a sitting um, c- Congresswoman, posted a poll if her if people thought America should split into red states and blue states. And I can think of nothing more irresponsible as a sitting senator or sen- sitting Congresswoman mm-hmm. than than basically asking for to divide America, um, yeah. and. Uh, you know, it's not again. I think there are illiberal, t- illiberal tendencies on both sides. I just happen to believe that that strain of thinking is m- more flirted with at the moment on throughout the ranks of the GOP. It's a bit more widespread amongst the GOP that are in power at the moment. I'm not saying you or, mm-hmm. um, conservatives in general think that way uh, but the ones that are Trump supporters or Trump curious or Trump leveraging <laughs> Trump curious <laughs> um, are are willing to entertain but, that much more because of Trump himself Yeah, and you know I, I sent you that um, the daily show yeah. of Jordan Klepper going to Uh, an Iowa Trump rally and boy talk about crazy illiberal fantasies there. I mean, they have, you know, flags of Trump on tanks, like riding into, into battle. And um, Trump is George Washington and, you know, fuck Biden, fuck Harris, fuck Democrats. Trump is George Washington. Um, It's, you know, I, I, It's like Civil War cosplay or something. Well, and it's
0: like when uh, those people showed up at that um, event for Glenn Youngkin, who's running for governor of Virginia, and they pledged allegiance to a flag that was actually used or flown at the insurrection on January 6th. And even Glenn Mm -hmm. Youngkin was like, yeah, that was kind (laughs) of (laughs) weird. When he was asked about it, he was like, yeah, I thought that was kind of (laughs) weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't even at that rally. (laughs) No, he wasn't. But I think he knew it was going to be weird. (laughs)
0: But uh, like the Democrats, they they in Virginia tried to hit him for it, and he was like, he was like, yeah, I thought it was weird. Like I and it shut down the story immediately, or you know, almost immediately. I thought it was really Uh funny. But it's you know, and it's feeding into this thing too. Like um, you know, Colin Powell passed away um, this morning, and of course the um, yesterday or it was yesterday. Okay, yesterday. I'm losing track of my days. Um, and Donald Trump's statement was ridiculous basically blasting him for being a rhino a classic rhino who would always attack other republicans um and i love the last line he made plenty of mistakes but anyway may he rest in may peace. He- <laughs> like <laughs> what like, this son this son of a bitch and listen to and mike pence who tweeted out Colin Powell was a true American patriot who served our mm-hmm. nation with distinction in uniform as a four-star general, national security advisor, chairman of joint chiefs of staff, and the 65th secretary of state. Karen and I are praying for his wife and the entire Powell family. Like, that's what that's what the statement you right. should make. Not the, uh, but he <laughs> made plenty of mistakes. But anyway, may <laughs> he rest in peace.
1: <laughs> like, like, Just a, a completely dirt bag. A completely normal thing for an ex-president to say. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, it's like, can, can, can anyone defend that statement? No, no. I guarantee you though, some people would be like, and if you went on Twitter, you'll probably find this, you know, people criticizing that and then being like, well, he did make mistakes. Like, so that's, not the, that's point. not the point. yeah, It's not the fucking point. Like, and it just pisses me off that there's no civility that like, we can't discuss things. And I've had moments where, you know, I live in Chicago. It's a very very liberal, um, dark blue city where, you know, I've been afraid to, ex- I just didn't engage. I wouldn't say I was afraid to, but uh, certain conversations just because one, I didn't care that much, but two, because, you know, everyone had such strong opinions about whatever topic it was yeah. that, you know, if you express something outside of it, um, and not that I would be like, Ostracized, but it 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 could definitely be you could definitely feel awkward about having a a, a Mm -hmm. alternative viewpoint, Um, and so like we just need to be able to like. Well, first off, I was always taught never talk about politics or religion um, at a bar, social in social situations, (laughs) right? Yeah. So like, um, why don't we go back to that? But nowadays, you talk about all that all the time. Yeah. Um, um I did and I before well I'll actually I was going to raise this as um at some point but I'll just save it for my conservative crazy of the week um later. It's uh and then wait. we can talk about it. So um anything else to add about uh, America's eight... what's so civil about war anyway? <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's from? Yes, they're...
0: Maybe I'll maybe I'll make that the outro music uh, for this episode.
1: There you go. Please do. that's uh, funny.
0: Um, so, do you want to dive into trans comedy? <laughs> Was that the
1: proper segue? Um. Sure. <laughs> yes. No. I mean, I, 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 I have watched the Dave Chappelle special. Mm-hmm. The Did closer. You watch it?
0: I did watch it. I watched it. I believe I I actually watched it the night it came out and I didn't even realize that it came out that night. I, I was just kind of I don't know, scrolling around Netflix. I was like, "Oh, the new da- a new David Chappelle special." Yeah. And it was actually the night it came out. So, um, I watched it. It it wasn't it was nowhere near as funny as some of the other ones that he did for Netflix, but it was still good. <laughs> um and I knew from the first, you know, freaking sentence that he was
1: going to get just roasted in social media um but um yes well that's interesting that you had not um read anything about it and you kind of read it the heard about it the night or watched it the night it came out yeah. so before a lot of stuff had been re- written about it i had been seeing articles in the times and the post and online about yeah um you know that it had caused reactions and or that it was likely, you know, just kind of summarizing it with some, you could tell it was going to be a little controversial. Um, But I I did watch it maybe about two weeks ago. And I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny. Like Dave Chappelle always is. yeah. Um, And uh, he, yeah, I, and it wasn't because he was like, attacking trans people. Um, you know, I just thought it was funny the way he you know, the jokes he makes and um it could he's made fun of everyone at at some point in his in his stand-up career. Um yeah. and I, but I agree with you. I I I think I could see immediately how um The trans uh, community was not going to respond well to it. But I said this to you, I did not find, and maybe someone can enlighten me and and point it out to me, um, I did not find one instance in the special where he made fun of or attacked the trans lifestyle. He did not. Um, yeah, he didn't, I had several people who thought the special was funny and thought it was, you know, edgy comedy and as in that it, you know, pushes the boundaries. They thought it was a little bit, you know, uh, over the top at some points and kind of clubbing, using a club to, to really hit a group of people. But in, in all, they thought it was funny and people should probably just lighten up a little bit. Um, but. What I saw was him making commentary about a particular group's uh, approach to their cause, their humanity, their lifestyle that is um, is illib- is kind of illiberal in a way, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. It's, it does not consider anyone else's opinions... Um, In some cases, it denies science. Uh, You know, I think there is a lot to be unpacked around the. You know, there was, what did he call it? Like at some point, every person on this world came out of a vagina. You know, it was, it it wasn't, it wasn't one of those impossible or beyond vaginas. It was, you know, what, what is this? This isn't blood it's beet juice. Um <laughs> you know he's getting flack for uh what are they gender what do they call it gender es- essentialism that by by Is that the term? I don't know. I I can look it up. I'll look it up when you start talking but um basically saying by by him pushing the fact that you know, he didn't even say women have vaginas. He just said people come out of vaginas. Yeah. That, that, uh, he's essentially denying that trans women are women. I, I never heard that. No, I never heard that either.
0: I mean, he, and, and what the funny thing yeah. is, at the end of the special, he talked about that, that trans friend of his who is a, uh, trying to be a stand up comedian. Um, who killed herself and he used the she and her pronouns mm-hmm. and had no problem doing that and uh, you know spent the better part of the last uh, of that part of the special trying to talk about how he was still learning and uh you know it's not like he was denying a trans person's right to exist in this world and exist how they are and that's i mean that's how my philosophy is i mean if you want me to you know if you want to live your life as a woman fine I don't care that doesn't impact me in any way shape or form and if you want me to use different pronouns fine I mean I'll do that out of respect to you but you know it doesn't I think I think I don't know is there a point and I'm asking is there a point where you have to be cloaked or or shielded at all times because of you decided to be transgender or decide to be something other than what you originally were and I think the answer to that is no but I don't know and i'd I'd like to I'd like to hear more thoughts on that um you I, I just this protected class thing you know um, from emotional pain hate speech safe spaces triggers like no one you know everyone might think they have a right to have, to be shielded from that that sort of thing, but they don't.
1: You don't. You just don't. Well, I think um, it's particularly interesting coming from Dave Chappelle, who is perhaps of the one of the most persecuted minority um, mm-hmm. to to uh, make this commentary, and he's experienced. Um, this himself yeah, and uh, the 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 one thing that was the one vignette that was particularly interesting was when he was at the when he talked about how he almost got in a fight with a club with um, I can't remember if it was a a, a lesbian or a, a gay man yeah I kind of remember that, story, um, that
0: part of the story here
1: yeah. and as soon as that person who was white um, felt threatened, they became a white person over their identity as a gay person or a lesbian. Mm -hmm. And he was a black man. And he is basically, I think, saying that, you know, he didn't have a choice um, about being a black person. And this person, if, you know, they can't, they're, they can't, they shouldn't be allowed to flip between being a white person and yeah
0: you can't you know, you're not, a persecuted you should, minority yeah you shouldn't be allowed to be like a chameleon and just blend into whatever is convenient at
1: that moment right is what, is um, what his point was right yeah and um I again and this is what I talk about is it's the it's the antics and the behavior it's not the lifestyle there's no criticism of that and um again i i say this as a very lucky privileged person um that you know i have not gone through any of what these folks have gone through um as far as i at least i imagine i have not um but at some point, feelings are feelings and truth is truth. Mm-hmm. Science is science. Um, and <clears throat> there is you there's room for all of those to work in harmony. Um, and the way to do that is not to tell someone they are uh you know a bigot, a um they'll never under you know get out i don't want to talk to you uh there's this weird movement now within the trans community where lesbians are actually um uh considered transphobic have you have you because no i haven't heard this yeah I, I don't understand the nuance behind it all but essentially lesbians by liking only women and not trans women uh, are yeah are uh uh you know um transphobic well there's always there's that um, question that's
0: constantly been out there like would you date a trans person and if you say no for whatever reason you're you're automatically transphobic it's not like you know it's as simple as saying would i ever date a guy no it's not because i'm right. homophobic it's because i'm straight and I, and i prefer right. women
1: right um, at least you think <laughs> I think I, I, um, I hope I know <laughs> um, at this point in my life. I, um, just to go back to what I was saying before, the, the quote was that I read, but with the Chappelle platforming a position of gender essentialism on stage and declaring that he's team turf, thereby aligning himself with trans exclusionary radical feminists who argue that trans women aren't women, Many Netflix viewers and employees disagree. So yeah, I think by saying the things about science, you're essentially being called, uh, you know, a hater. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't think that's you can't you can't argue. I, don't, I just I just cannot argue with science. I um, I reached out to. Uh, a friend of the pod and former guest, Matt Betts, uh, who used to do stand up himself, and uh, is is a comedy writer, and just to get his thoughts on the whole thing, I know he's a big fan of Dave Chappelle, um, and his his quote to me, just for whatever for what I, what it's worth, he says, "I think he is a genius, but I worry that a large portion of the audience." is too ignorant to really understand the nuance in what he is saying in the words of Art Garfunkel, they just hear what they want to hear and disregard the rest. I don't even know if those are really the words of Art Garfunkel, but maybe he just wanted to say that <laughs> um, but I agree it's you know it's again it's that nobody's looking to have a conversation they're looking to shout and make their point and move on yeah. and not really hear yeah um and it's kind of been a theme of everything we've talked about tonight, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it all seems it's getting out of hand. There is going to be a walkout uh, at Netflix tomorrow. I think someday this some some point this week there is supposed to be a walkout, and the, one of the people, uh, one a trans person at Netflix, actually got fired. Uh, not be, not for being trans or for speaking out, but because they actually they leaked uh, some of the data that Netflix uh, gathers on their programming to uh, some, some publication. I forget which one. Um, Wasn't there some people who tried to like force their way into an executive meeting too or something? Yeah. And I mean, I think the CEO or the co-CEO who did the initial statement, you know, I think he had it right. He's like, we're not, we, Netflix doesn't believe in censorship. This is art. You know, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. If you are upset with Netflix, cancel your subscription. Um, it do, it's not it's a good also, enough reason. It's a, it's the same thing too. We saw like you know all these um, these book publishers are now ref- you know they the employees are gathering and saying you can't publish anything by Mike Pence or you know some other cons- random conservative because you know they're they're hateful people quote unquote. Um, it's just like it's censorship. It's you know it's book burning. It's all that sort of thing. And that's you know as for as much as you want to call Donald Trump a Nazi,
1: that's Nazi behavior right there. Um and to be honest, none of that has come to pass. His special true. is still still out yeah. there. Oh yeah. It's um But it goes, to, it goes back to it goes
0: back to that poll though that we were talking about earlier where both Trump and Biden voters are willing to to break with democratic norms mm-hmm. in order to achieve their goals.
1: And this, this falls right into that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It it is interesting to see Dave Chappelle being lionized by the Clay Travises of the world um, or for his victim, victimization um, complex, you know, Clay Travis the next day is saying, well, what's the difference? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm confusing issues now. But um, (laughs) I was about to say, who who what? (laughs) But but he is definitely, the National Review posted an article about Chappelle being attacked and defending him. Um, which is, what world do we live in? Yeah. Uh, the The Clay Travis thing was about John Gruden getting fired and for what he said. And, oh, okay. Um, uh, and he was Clay Travis said something about like, you know, um, why is what Gruden wrote in emails ten years ago any different than, you know, what the rappers at the NFL halftime show rap about every in all their songs. And I'm just like, anyway, that's a, a topic for another that's, day. Yeah, it's tough. For um, that would t- we would die, go down um, the rabbit, that rabbit hole for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I got to say about Dave Chappelle. Hopefully, um, I haven't lost too many friends as a result of my, I'm still here, buddy. Ignorance. Okay. I'm still good. here. Good.
0: I mean, I, like I said, I, I find, I find the transgender lifestyle weird, but, it's not really up to me to understand it. I'm happy to respect it. And I don't think Dave Chappelle disrespected the trans lifestyle at all during his special.
1: I just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some people are, are looking to be grieved, aggrieved. Yes. And, um, uh, Unfortunately, uh, I think again. I think it. There are a lot of people. A lot of this comes from online communities mm-hmm. that are able to just shout and not have real conversations and um, just put out grievance with no consequence about who it harms or who it uh, impacts. Yeah, and. Um, without even really any thought to what they're saying even. Yeah. yeah. Um and I mean the nice thing for Dave Chappelle is I think he's pretty much uncancelable. Um yep. and it's nice to see Netflix, you know, uh go holding up for him. Yeah. I'm 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 sure there's an instance where Netflix has pulled something um for Actually, what did they, 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 oh, they removed, there's an episode of 30 Rock, I think that was. They did because there's Blackface, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which is interesting because as I mentioned one or two episodes ago, I'm watching Mad Men and there's an episode where Roger Sterling goes to a country club party and performs in Blackface. And before the episode starts and on Amazon Prime, it makes a note of, Oh, there's a know, warning mm-hmm, uh. of, which is, uh, you know, uh, offensive imagery, but they want to leave it in there as a reminder of, of, you know, the commentary or something like that. So, you know, they make a statement about it. Well, it's also, and, that's
0: a period, a period piece show where 30 rock right. isn't, <laughs>
1: right so maybe right. that's maybe that's the distinction between the could, two could be yeah i yeah. mean maybe they thought they felt it fit better and it was part of the yeah. um artistic statement right versus thirty rock just using it as a gag right um but uh anyway i don't know how we got here but <laughs> um it's i think we're all better off for the most part when we err on the side of giving people the benefit of the doubt and that they're not trying to harm you. Yeah. um, And that we can tolerate a lot more than we think we can, um, except for, like, the people at the, like, Charlotte rally or Charleston (laughs) Charleston. rally. Charleston? Charlottesville rally. Charlottesville rally. rally. Those people should be rounded up and burned. Yeah. Um, Beaten with reeds. So, yes. But I think in general... Uh, I th- I, I've made my point. Yeah, I think you did. Well done. Okay, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> from one white guy to another, it is this. This podcast is called Politics and Bros. Bros. After all, I know. So, let's, I know. Uh, so if you didn't know not-
0: from the title, then that's your <laughs> fucking
1: fault. <laughs> if you didn't know, yeah, now you do. Now you do. Um. All right.
0: Cool. So, uh, you into anything uh, this
1: week? Uh, well, unfortunately, what I'm into is taking, um, more than one week. Uh, I decided I've been in somewhat of a musical desert. So I decided while I was in this desert Mm -hmm. that I would embark on a musical journey. And I am trying to make my way through Rolling Stone's top 500 albums of all time. Wow. Wow. Um, and I realize this will take a long time. Yes. Um, what number are you and, on? I don't know, like four eighty-seven.
0: Are you going from five hundred down to one? Yes. So, what have you like? What are the, some of the albums you've listened? I can't remember off the top of my head what albums are in that list. But what have you listened to so far?
1: Um, a Shakira album that's in Spanish. <laughs> Shakira uh, album is on, st- is on the top 500. Harry Styles. Her- um, when did this list come out? I think they are constantly. Oh updating really? It. Oh wow. Okay. Um, arcade Fire. Okay. Funeral. Funeral. Is it called Funeral? I don't know. No. I'm not an Arcade. Yeah, I fire think it's Funeral. That yeah, it was pretty good. Um, what else? Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna look this up. Was there a was there a Linda Ronstadt album in there? Uh, I would. Um, I would assume so. I'm trying to think what was the best one I've listened to so far. The Shakira album was actually really good. <laughs> um, that might've been my favorite so Winston. far. five. here we go. So anyway, it's, it's nice to have something to kind of check off, especially when I'm not <coughs> necessarily into any particular, uh, album at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, Ar- so arcade Fire Funeral into. is number 5 number 500. 500. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's like a New York punk band in there that I'd never heard of before. Um Marvin Gaye. There's a Marvin Gaye album. Nice. Um that I Shakira,
0: ¿dónde están los ladrones?
1: Where is Boys the... to Men too. Nice. Did you oh, listen yes. to that one yet? I did. Nice. Yeah.
0: I did. That. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Marvin Gaye. Bonnie Raitt. <coughs> Harry yep. Styles, 491. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty good. Oh, the Stooges are oh. on here. That's pretty good. Black Flag. I haven't made it that far. Where's Black Flag? Black Flag is 487. Okay, so maybe that's my next one. And then 46 one. is John
0: Mayer Continuum. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know how they made this out this but you know it, it'll give me a good cross-section of music to to listen to that i probably never would listen to otherwise that's so. pretty cool man i think that's yeah. good luck i like it so by the time we finish, get to episode 300 i should be done, should be done by with the all of them um so what about you what are you into
0: cheering on the atlanta braves um it's been nice getting back into watching uh playoff baseball with the braves um doing so well um i hope they make it to the world series but um uh yeah i watched the entire se- uh, series with the brewers and then i've been watching the entire series with the dodgers and it's it's just it's fun to watch again fun
1: to watch the braves play um and uh my daughter's cheering for them good she said good she told me tonight i hope don't get your hopes up though weren't they up 3-1 last year on the dodgers too i don't remember i'm pretty sure they were yeah
0: yeah but you know, two to one now. Hopefully, hopefully they can pull out two more wins. Um, if they make it to the World Series, I might try and get a ticket and go see if I can get a ticket to see them in Atlanta. You should. I'm gonna do my best. so once
1: in a lifetime yeah. type thing.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen. So I was at the '99 World Series against the Yankees um, at Turner Field, um, with obnoxious Yankees fans sitting behind us. Oh my god. Wait. So they played the Yankees twice in the World Series. Yeah, in '96 and then again in 1999. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, losing both times, unfortunately. And um, mm-hmm. but uh, yes, yeah, so I haven't been to a World Series game since 1999. But
1: I think most people have never been to any World Series game. So and I've got I to do to, not I've, feel bad for you. I've been I've been to multiple, so I
0: should uh, I shouldn't complain that much.
1: I hope you know I'm expecting multiples on this one. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think that was possible. Well, good for you. We'll, we'll see if we can make that happen for you.
0: So that's basically um, it.
1: All right. So, well, good luck to you and your Braves. Thanks, man. I certainly, I certainly want the Braves to win out of all three of the teams remaining, or four of the teams remaining. I'd really
0: like to see a Braves
1: uh, Red Sox series.
0: Um, I don't know why I want the Reds. I I'd, I'd just like to see the Braves or Red Sox. I think that'd be kind of cool. But anyway. Cool. Cool, man. Well, well, let's
1: close this up. Let's close it up.
0: So uh, follow us on Twitter at BrosPolitics. Listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. And uh, hopefully we'll get to go to a casino very, very soon. Play some bets. Play some craps. Splapper. <laughs> see you, bud.